the Over the Lure podcast with me, Jets, aka Jetfer, and my good friend here, Travis. That's right. AKA Travis and Tank 77. <laughs> so kind of get a gist of what we talk about on here, uh, comic stuff, not just comic shit, but just like, you know, it's called Over the Lore, comic, Star Wars, fucking, you know, every stuff related to that, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, also, episode four. Yes. Oh, yes. And that brings us to Over the Lore podcast, episode four, underrated comic book characters. That we yeah. think are underrated. Yes, right? personal opinions. Yeah, personal opinions, that. you know, you, you can choose whoever you want. This is just our, me and, me and Jake, or me and Jet, picked our own separate characters for that we think are underrated. He has his own list, I have mine, but we're going to go back and forth with ours. So he's going to go first, then I go, vice versa. And keep in mind, we kept this limit, like, to a limited amount. If I were to do every fucking, um, like, underrated character, uh... It would go on forever. Yeah, it would be a, it would be a while. It would so, be like watching The Godfather seventy seven times. That is true. Um. So yeah, I guess I'm gonna start it off with my first comic book character that I think is underrated. Here we go. So first, I gotta say Tim Drake, aka the Third Robin. Um. I think Tim has heavily been overlooked and overshadowed by my favorite Robin, um, Nightwing, and Jason Todd, a.k.a. Red Hood. But, uh, you know, obviously, okay, Nightwing, I say, is my favorite Robin, but I think Tim Drake is the best Robin, if you know what I mean. He's the best for the role. First of all, unlike any Robin, he went for it himself. He wasn't chosen. He went for it. He he thought that he he knew in his mind that he wanted to he could do this role and it was oh he was always meant to be and he just went for it and he's super intelligent. He found out that Dick Grayson was Nightwing and Bruce Wayne was Batman before anyone else did. Before most, if not all, Batman's villains, probably most, because I'm sure a couple did find out. But Tim Drake, as this kid, found out. Well, um, older, older, um, basically a kid, found out that Bruce Wayne was Batman and Dick Grayson was Nightwing. And I think he even uh, saw that Jason Todd was the second Robin. And I just like him so much that, like, like as a character, um, because I just, I just love how Bruce was in this place where. He never wanted to have a Robin again after Jason got killed. And then Tim comes along and saying, no, no, no. And then time and time again, Tim is just proving himself. And he even helps take Scarecrow down, I remember, with Batman. Um, and it was just an amazing story. And I just love how he paved his way to be the Robin, unlike any other Robin. Doesn't he have a outfit called the, uh, the red? red Robin? Oh, not Red. Yeah, Red Robin. There we go. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's I'm Robin. not a... F- I'm not a fan of that outfit. I don't like how it looks. Yeah, I, I like the... I like what... Um, I prefer when his... like I, It's kind of like the image I have up. I, I like when he um just has the Robin suit, but it's just the red and the yellow. Yeah, that one's way better than the red Robin. I just Yeah, I don't like... The cowl is kind of weird. It looks like mm-hmm. a weird version of like Midnighter. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. I it is so weird. Like he literally I don't know why. To me, him in his red Robin outfit, he does look like a bird, but I just am not real fat. Yeah, I, I also really like his uh attributes too, where like um Dick is the acrobat, Jason is kind of a a bruiser slash brawler, and then Tim is more of like Batman in the detective sense. Yeah. I think Batman even basically said at a time that Tim is the best detective out of all of them. And it's weird because I think Jace or I would like I think Dick may be the best for the for to be the next Batman, but like he's pretty much destined to be the next Batman, but I still think that Tim Drake would make a pretty almost perfect Batman. I also like Tim Drake in the animated Batman series, but this mm-hmm. is in the early 2000s, not not the original animated yeah. Batman series with, you know, had Dick Grayson as Robin, but this one had Tim Drake, and he was so cool in that show, man. One of my favorite episodes is when Batman was uh, brainwashed, and Superman had to replace Batman for, you know, to go find Bruce Wayne, and Tim Drake is just giving him hints and subtle, like, listen, you can't, like, you, you can't show your strength too much, like, you gotta... He's a down a bit, and Superman's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And that is just one of my favorite episodes, because you see that Tim Drake knows and knows a lot about Bruce Wayne, and, you know, obviously, of course he does, and it was just a fun episode overall, and it was awesome. So I Tim also, Drake, I loved him in that episode. I like, you know, another thing, another animated thing, Batman animated thing he was in um, that I really like was, uh, was in a Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. I think Tim was in that. Um, yeah. That... Okay, you gotta you gotta look it up. It's one of the most like fucked up scenes in an animated uh comic book, like animated um movie or show. Um it, cause it's like it's really sad when um Joker kind of brainwashes him or something. Or like It mani- was like it was like a similar treatment with Jason Todd, but less brutal in a way. He like you know? manip he like does something with his mind where like he's like doing stuff for the Joker or something. In in this mm-hmm. adaptation, he's like a kid. Like he's not um his typical age, like kind of almost like adult ish slash like almost adult age. He's like a he is like a, a kid in this, like a little kid. And you see him like acting at like like the Joker and stuff and like and even there's a scene where he's holding the gun up to I think I think um Tim or not Tim. Uh Terry Terry uh, Batman Beyond, I think he is. Uh, I don't remember who he's holding the gun up to. And he's like, he's like trying, he's like trying not to shoot the gun because he's like manipulated, and he's like crying and stuff, and then he puts it down, and it's, it's bad, it's so, it's like so sad because it's so, it's crazy to see like Joker affecting even like chill, like little like children, and that's intense. Also, you know? yeah, one of the best episodes of Batman Beyond though, um, you know, you see Terry as you know Terry's Batman fighting. Tim, older Tim Drake with like um, turning into the Joker because of some chip that's connected to his brain, but that was, episode was so awesome and dark. Wasn't it in the Bat and Joker Returns? Dick Grayson, like Joker, in that didn't he turn into Joker? Like Joker used him as a thing. I'm trying to remember. I'm I'm I. Or no, I might I be wrong. I don't think so. I might be wrong. It was Tim Drake. Was, was Tim Drake's Robin was like the little kid Robin that was manipulated, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was the it was Tim Drake. He was the little kid Robin, and he was also you know the Robin that got mm. turned into the Joker in Batman Beyond. Also, you gotta get that. You gotta check out that. It's really dark, yeah. really good though, and I love it. 
I'm now um, I'm now remembering actually also that Nightwing specifically. I don't know if he was really in, uh, or like Dick Grayson was really in. Uh, what's in, um, only in Batman a few Beyond? Episodes. I think they hinted yeah. at. Oh, they, didn't the they show? Beyond. They either showed his Nightwing suit or his Robin suit or something. Yeah, they did show and, his Nightwing suit. Yeah, and, and also then, Barbara Gordon was the commissioner in Batman Beyond. Yeah, and in Bruce and I remember Tim's or Tim, uh, Terry's like to Bruce, who's like who's that or who's that from or something? And he's like no one. And I, I want, I wish they talked about that more. Yeah, We're, but we gotta remember this one's just focused on Terry. I know, but that would have been. I want to see what would happened with Nightwing and shit. That'd be a really interesting to see. Yeah, it'd be awesome. All right. Um, well, I guess we moved on to your first underrated character. Yeah. So, for me, an underrated hero that I thought was cool when I first discovered him. It's from Image Comics. Uh, he's in the Invincible Universe. And his name, he's literally, he's just called Brit. You know, his real name's Brittany, which is funny, but his, uh, he's called Brit. And uh, origin, just a quick origin story. He was, he served in World War II and was also kind of like treated the same way as Captain America, you know, get some steroids injected in you and you got superpowers. Well, for Brit, it was this. You cut out. Same. Oh, I bet it was the cut. Oh, you were cutting. Yeah, you were cutting out. You, can you repeat that? I'm good now. You're good. Um, so he didn't get super strength or anything like that, but he's indestructible. Literally, the definition of indestructible. He's been blasted by nukes, like tried getting crushed by a kaiju. Anything you think of, Brit has handled that and literally has escaped unscathed. The problem is. That's all he has. He has no super strength or anything. So he's a normal man that's indestructible. So, I mean, fighting a giant monster, you're not going to do anything without having at least, you know, something that could back you up. But um, Brit's super cool in the Invincible Universe. Uh, that drug also slowed down his aging. So basically, you know, in the Invincible Universe, are, you know, 2015 or whatever. And he's, he's basically 40 from, you know, being a teenager that was in the in World War II. So he's basically in his early 40s, slowing the aging process down. But what's cool about Britt is, you know, he's just a simple guy. You know, he's a <laughs> he's an owner of a strip club and also a superhero um, like soldier under Cecil. And um, uh, it's just so funny just seeing like him going to the club and, lo- and actually um, falls in love with one of his strippers and marries her and has a family with her. He's such a weird but underrated character. I really hope people can check him out. He's super cool. Um, another thing is, uh, since he works for the government, he makes like millions and millions of dollars. And there was a there was a, uh, there was a comic book issue where he quit being a superhero and decided to start his family and everything, and made an underground bunker somewhere in Antarctica, and. Um, Ran out of money, had to go work for the government again. It was just, it was such a funny comic book, and I think Brits is an awesome, underrated character that people need to read more about. He's super cool, super chill, and I love him a lot. All right. Nice. Why don't you marry was... him? Okay, no. <laughs> because I'm not gay. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, man, kidding. I'd go gay for Brit, dude. Um, My next one is Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, dude. Just his name, just his, like... Brings cool, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, very nice. Very nice. 
Uh, I just love his whole circus like origin story. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing about I kind of like that like the religious aspect of him too. I feel like the characters with like religion and stuff is kind of like a rare thing. Like the ones I really know about is Daredevil and um, one that I'll, I'll I'm not gonna say yet because it's part of the list and I don't want to spoil it. Um, I just like how, like that whole aspect and I like how he was this uh, circus freak, and it was really just because of his mutation. Mm-hmm. And it, dude, I just have to think like, can you imagine going to a circus and one of the people is like, 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 oh, this is a strong man, and it's like. Oh, this is this is uh like a acrobat. Oh, what is this? What does this guy do? He's all blue. This guy fucking teleports. It's like, just think about that. I don't know why. I just find that so funny. That I love, I, I love Nightcrawler's character design too, man. I love. It's one of my favorite designs I think ever. Mm-hmm. I, I to be honest, I honestly feel like his character design kind of inspired Hellboy in a way. Hmm. But um, I love how he looks though. I love that his tail's also a weapon. So he, I, yeah. like his his types of attacks are two swords and his and his tail. Super, you know, he's basically Nightwing, but a mutant. You know, I think that's one of my top favorite or one of my favorite comic book scenes of all times from X Men Two, the opening to X Men Two, where uh, he's going to assassinate the president. That whole sequence is just like perfect. It's just ten yeah, out of ten. That, that sequence inspired the Quicksilver scene. That yo, for sure, Pass. for sure. And that's, it sucked we didn't get to see him in X Men Three, man. Seriously, oh, that so scene lame. walked so the 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 Quicksilver scene could run. But yeah, oh yeah, X Men. Well, X Men Three was just bad in general, so I'm glad we didn't see him in X Men Three. I remember in the X Men Two game, they do explain what happened to Nightcrawler. I forgot what they said, but they do explain what happened to Nightcrawler and the reason why he wasn't in X Men Three. Did he die or something? I don't think so. I totally forgot what it was. I, I was like, I, he died off. It was, it was like a week ago. Yeah, a week ago, I looked it up because I was wondering about it, and I just I totally forgot what they said in the game. I also another thing I really like about him is. Um, his friendship with Wolverine is just oh yeah, I love it, dude. It's so it's deep. I I love deep. that it's because Wolverine's so like just whatever, dude. Uh, I'm there's no hope for me. I'm a piece of shit. Doesn't matter what I do. I'm never gonna be redeemed or something or something. You know, you always think something like that. And Nightcrawler's always just kind of like, hey man, just just have faith. Got to have faith. Mm-hmm. And very very good comic panel where um they're both. I think they're both going to die. Something's happening where they're both together and they're gonna die, and uh, Wolverine's saying something like, "Oh, uh, you still have that faith or something." And Nightcrawler's like, "Always." And Wolverine's like, "You put in a good word for me," and he's like, "Of course." And it's just so like heartwarming. I love, I love it. This Wolverine, this guy, he never, he doesn't have, you know, doesn't believe Wolverine, anything. Yeah, Wolverine literally went to the depths of. I think the afterlife to save Nightcrawler. Oh, that's you know? so. I I don't know if I knew about that actually. Yeah, he, uh, he really went to the depths to go to the afterlife. I and just I think love Doctor Strange was helping him to save Nightcrawler. I just love how his attitude, Nightcrawler's whole attitude and everything, just him being this freak and always looked at as like some just act, circus act. He was a circus act, and he was still looked at as a circus act to in people in real life because he's a mutant. I- and he has his blue, and he has a tail, and just like, but he just like doesn't care. 
just he just goes with it because he has faith because he knows that his faith in God will bring him true. He's a true Christian boy. Oh yeah, I, I did not. So there was a show called X Men Evolution. I did not like how Nightcrawler looked in that show, and I hate I how his teleporting about. looked in it. Yeah, his teleporting in that show literally looked like a sm- like a tiny smoke bomb. Like there was no blue effects or anything. Literally, it was just like like a tiny smoke bomb that popped every time he teleported. I hated how that looked in X Men Evolution. It looked so bad. Even his character design that was pretty bad. I don't know. I just wasn't a fan of it. I liked his you know yellow eyes. His you know his kind of his stature's yeah. kind of like leaning forward and all that. He's still he's like a little demon, but a friendly. Mm. It's fine. It's kind of ironic. A demon that's a that's Catholic. Yeah, I believe, right? good point. Yeah. Actually, good point. Yeah. So yeah, Nightcrawler, love the all dude. Right. Amazing guy. Next for you is Martian Manhunter. Yes, sir. So I know a lot of people are gonna say, well, he's in Flash TV shows and all that. Blah blah. Yeah, but that's kind of recent. I don't feel like he's not getting as much love in the TV show or even even in the movies. Yeah, and uh, I think he, really he was got... in Supergirl. In what? Supergirl wasn't he in Supergirl? Oh yeah, he was. It's just a couple of scenes here and there. The but scene... um, I just can't. I know. I wish I wish he was in it more, but you know, it's a lot of CGI. Film. I it's just literally okay. I might that might be stupid of me. Like after I saw that CGI scene. That, like, confirmed me to not try that show. I, was like, ah, I just can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree, man. I swear. I, the one thing I didn't like about Supergirl is definitely, I hate her heat vision, how it looks. When she was fighting Red Tornado, that looked really fucking dumb. I hated it. <laughs> um, like, Red right. Tornado's tornado power looked better. Anyways. Yeah, Martian Man. Martian Manhunter, I love him so much. Like, I, I fell in love with him in Justice League TV show and Justice League Unlimited. I loved him so much. He was so cool. He was the one, he, literally in the first season of Justice League, he was the main, like, he was basically the main guy to save the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, everyone knows, like, it's his name. He's a Martian. You know, he saw his family perish right in front of him. And a lot of people misunderstand his weakness is fire, but it's not because it hurts him. He has a phobia of fire. He just fears it that much because he saw his family die the fire dying yeah i wish they kind of talked to i know like young justice and young justice i know it's like about the young justice team but martian manager appears a good amount and they explain it like the martians martians with fire are weak to fire but yeah i wish they did talk about martian manager with his family with fire yeah because that's very it's very personal and young justice young justice kind of explained it like it was just like it's just martians weakness even I'm, I yeah. love Young Justice, but that's just a it's a minor thing that I I, I it, think like, would it, be cool to add. Like it hurts them, but it's just with with Martian Manhunter, it just freaks them out that bad though. So mix a phobia with you know kind of getting hurt, you're gonna freak the fuck out. Yeah, that's that that's what it is. But I love Martian. A lot of people don't forget he has heat vision too, but mm-hmm. he calls it atomic vision. So that's what <laughs> Not he calls to get it. Copyrighted. But, yeah, not no. No copyright of Superman. It's atomic vision, bro. Okay, totally different. But um, yeah. Marshman is so cool. I love his outfit. I love the look of him. And you know, come on, he has so many powers. He could shape shift. He could change his limbs into weapons. He could become any different type of animal. He could like you know, go I- in like a like sewage pipe if he wanted to. Yeah, dude. Literally, he's plastic man. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's like you know, plastic man, and- Superman. He's a lot of heroes mixed together. And he's so underrated, and man. Like, display, people don't even yeah. show his feeds. He could display so, his thoughts to you. He could display, like, things he's seen. 
mm-hmm. can read your mind. It, he can just read everyone's things. mind. In the he planet can pretty much do. I think like if you put regeneration on him, he'd just be unstoppable. Dude, legit. Yeah, he's insanely. He's so yet alone without regeneration, he's almost unstoppable because yeah, he has everything you'd want. A hundred percent. He's so OP. You know, and, so freaking OP. In the Injustice comic. Oh, I, I was getting so to it. I was getting yeah. to that. Yep. It's so frustrating. It, he dies so I, fast, man. Literally, okay. I think the Injustice comics are have really interesting, an really interesting story, and you know, good plot lines here and there. Some but, of the shit's bullshit. It's fucking like what, really, dude? I mean, no way don't get me started on. <laughs> I mean, I always bring Nightwing into everything, so I just have to say, don't get me started on Dick Grayson's death and that. You already know what happened in that. Everyone knows what happened to Dick Grayson in Injustice. That I want. I think I almost ripped the comic when I got that comic. So yeah, uh-huh. uh But hey, I can't complain. It's just whatever. It's in alternate universe, so whatever. But it's still yeah, like it's Martian Manhunter in that. Uh, if you don't, so what happened with him? Uh, is so what <sighs> fucking Wonder Woman, dude. <sighs> I dude, literally manipulating that story. Yeah, dude, manipulating Superman and Martian Manor is just telling him, "Look, I lost my family too. You I know, know I lost right? My family too. I feel your pain." And he he shows him an astral project projection of like, "Look, I I've been here. I know what you're feeling. That's why. But you can't do this, Superman. You can't be a tyrant. This is not who you are. This you shouldn't be this at all." And here comes Wonder Woman. Don't listen to him, Cal. And then she try, oh, just you. tries to fucking kill Martian Manhunter. And then Marshmallow is like, you never trusted me. And, you know, literally does his little plastic man shit, goes up the nostrils, tries to... I don't think he was going to kill Wonder Woman, honestly. I think he was trying to knock her out. And then freaking Wonder Woman's like, you know what you have to do, Cal? And then Superman fucking kills Marshmallow with his heat. I hated how that happened, man. I I hated hated that scene so much. Or that that panel. Dude, yeah, because I remember even also, also even... um. Oh man, that just the other thing that hits really hard is because like, Mar he Martian Manhunter then says to Wonder Woman like, "Oh, you've never you've never trusted me it, because I'm an alien from another place or whatever, mm-hmm. but you've trusted him, Superman, just because he looks like you." And just like, shit, they did the same thing. Wonder Woman's first- a fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, actually, dude, I swear, actually, but, dude, they did this. They did the same thing in in the Justice League cartoon where they kept Martian in prison. Even Superman told, I think it was Amanda. I forgot. It might have been like Amanda Waller or somebody. But even he's like, "Well, I'm an alien. How come I'm not caged up?" And then they were like, "Uh, same thing, Wonder Woman. You know, like I don't know how to answer that without being racist." <laughs> exactly. It's like, uh, so much shit, and it's like. And then on, on Mars, and then he saw all this racism on Mars, where and and then the he white comes Martians. back. Yeah, and then well, that's Literally another white thing about Martians. It. Oh yeah, white Martians are the ones that are discriminated against because they're kind of like, mm-hmm. I guess they're kind of the minority on there. But, and um, Young Justice, Miss Martian's also a white Martian. Yeah, right? yeah, mm-hmm. and they talk about that with the like race issues on that too. Um, but yeah, Martian Manager, I I oh my God, that 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 like dialogue in that it's like he look it's uh he looks like you and he's like you never trusted me but you trusted him it's like we're both aliens but you just trust him because he looks like you and it's like does she deny it nope doesn't she doesn't care she doesn't care Mm. 
she just try the whole storyline just fucking with Superman and fu- fueling his anger. She is like the worst person to have around when someone's having an emotional breakdown. Yeah, it's not. 100%. I she's just or at least toxic. injustice Wonder Woman. I swear, injustice. Dude, I, you're right. She was you're the right. one injustice that influenced Superman to the max. Like, if this was like this. DC main continuity Wonder Woman, she'd probably be like, no, no, Kalel, oh Kalel, no, no, Kalel, no. <laughs> That's what she would say. Kalel, no. That's what she'd be saying. She wouldn't be oh, like, God. fuck him up, bro. Superman said himself like. An encounter he doesn't want to have with any member that, like, besides Batman, obviously. But another encounter he doesn't want to have in the Justice League is Martian Manhunter. Like, if Martian Manhunter goes on Rampage, he's a force to be reckoned with. I kind of wish he did in that moment. Just kill them. I know, dude. Uh, but he's you. But what sucks about Martian Manhunter? He's such a pacifist. I have to say, Wonder Woman's he's a, he's the worst character in the Injustice storyline. In the Injustice DC comic, to no. Um, but Injustice, yes, terrible. Yeah, she's such a fucking. Sorry, but she's a biatch in that storyline. Superman is biatch in that storyline. Okay, my next one is Gambit, another X-Men. Oh, man. Gambit. We all thought Channing Tatum was going to be Gambit, but no. Kind of glad he wasn't, to be honest. I actually don't like that casting. How'd you like in X-Men Origins? How'd you like the guy who played Gambit in that? I actually liked his casting, to be honest. It was really good. Did he have the, like, Louisiana Southern accent in it? A little bit. It was kind a little, of. like, really southern, but it didn't sound like Louisiana. I southern, want you know? someone to do that. They do actually do his Louisiana accent very bad. I do. I very much like his, like, New Orleans type southern. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's cool. I love I, it. I love how he Because talks. it goes with his gimmick and his mutation, mm-hmm. the, you know, being, throwing cards and shit. Because in, like, when everything of, like, it's something I kind of think of when I think of, like, New Orleans kind of just, like, party and like you know what gambling and just like you know what i mean it's so <laughs> it's so it goes with him so well and i think I and his even character s- design uh, another great one too and no joke if you search his abilities on his uh, wikipedia thing one of them one of his mutations is literally like extreme charm he has extreme charm I i'm not disagreeing with it <laughs> i'm not either that's the thing it's like he has charm as an ability how can you not fuck with this guy <laughs> like but his his powers are fucking sick though man i love i love his I whole gimmick with always love that with cards, cards. And, oh it's just mm-hmm. so cool man it just looks cool too and it's always it like awesome and you know even pe- and just like even like the pink like color it just like works well works very works well. very and his eyes are like pink. Oh, i want them to do that live action too i actually want the pink eyes i hope they don't have it like just normal eyes. i hope they don't oh, i hope they don't only do it when he's throwing like you know powering up his cards oh. or anything he touches you know it'd be a very I just want to be constant you know it'd be a really good at casting um I've, i don't know if he's acted in anything but there's this wwe wrestler that looks a lot like gambit i don't know if you john morrison is does he have long hair you just search john morrison right now and whole, you'd be like, yeah, he looks like Gambit. It's pretty insane. Just yeah, John Morrison here. looks a lot like Gambit. If he could act into a southern like Louisiana accent, boom, boom, it's cat, and he's ripped as fuck. So it's it's just it's set in motion. Like that's that it's done. But also with Gambit, I really just like his story too. Oh crap. <laughs> 
Yeah, right? Well, don't you think he's a little too big, though? Too big? Dang, he's 42. Oh, he's six feet. Oh, that's perfect, though. He No, he's, I think he's pretty perfect, look-wise. But, um... Acting, I don't know beautiful. though, but I mean, he, I mean, technically in wrestling, you do act when you do like promos and stuff. So, you know what I'm gonna do to you? I got oh, three yeah. minutes of playtime, <laughs> <laughs> Macho Man. Well, uh, love him, Bone Saw, and that, but no, oh, yeah, but Macho <laughs> yeah. Man's, I love, dude. When I, I remember we were watching that scene, I was like, damn, Macho Man was fucking buff as fuck that old, in yeah, that roids. Movie. It was insane, yeah, I, obviously. <laughs> damn, I was like. Dang, dude, he's huge. But yeah, man, uh, Gambit. I just love his story too. I love his whole. I like characters that were like criminals before they were heroes. I just love, love that like whole thing. Man. Yeah, and like Falcon too. He was a <laughs> pimp. Falcon was a pimp. If you don't remember, um, literally. Uh, Gambit was like a thief. I think he's well. His name is French. I think isn't it? It's um. Let me, let me do something. I don't know how to say his last name. It's I, to be honest, I never looked that up. I, I know his first name is Lemmy. <laughs> Lemmy or Lemmy. Yeah, it's Lemmy. But I love his name, dude. And just like, he was in the, he was in like a thieves guild, pretty much. I heard him shout out, but yeah, he was in like a, a thieves <laughs> guild. And, um, uh, he was this criminal, you know, and, and then X-Men, you know, discovered him, and they're just kind of like, hey, chill out, you know. Can't, you know, you're making us look bad. You're a mutant. Come on. Yeah, you're making mutants look bad, dude. Come on, we're it's, trying to Yeah, make we're trying to get racist. the statistics down. <laughs> 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 it's just like, and um, I, I, and then he had the love, the relationship with Rogue. And Dude, yeah, that was a good, that was He a, married Rogue. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if, yeah, I don't remember if, like, she was able to actually like touch him though because of her ability. But I mean, she might have been because he's mutated. Who knows? Um, that's some pussy to die for. No, hey man, that just shows his 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 heart. You know, it ain't about that. You know, it's Gambit. Even though he was a criminal, and well, actually, I tell you, that's the funny thing is, or that's in, the interesting and cool part about Gambit is he was a ladies' man before he met Rogue and joined the X Men. That was part of his thing. He had charm. He was a thief, and he was a ladies' man. And when he joined the X-Men, he was seeking redemption. He was, he wanted to be, he did want to change. He didn't want to be this low-life, like, scum anymore. And he just became a cool badass and, you know, a loving, a loving husband. So, shout-out to Gambit. Yeah, and a charmer more so. (laughs) So, shout-out to Gambit. Love that man. I'm going to say one more time, though. I fucking love his outfit. I will, I, it's, it's one, one of my, my favorite looks, dude. I think it's, it's top it's, five, it's awesome. maybe maybe top five favorite comic book design like out like looks ever. It's, maybe it's top so five, cool, probably man. top ten though. All right, let's go to the yes. next one. So your so, next underrated comic character is so it's Hyperion. It is so people who don't know Hyperion, it's Marvel Superman, yes. but I think he's written very well. But I think people just don't like how he's written lately. So Hyperion is... I'm going to go with the good version of Hyperion because there's an evil version. There's a lot of different versions of Hyperion when he was first introduced, like, in the... I'm going to say, like, really late 90s. Um, It's not super old. Yeah. But uh, this version of Hyperion, he wears black with gold. 
and mm-hmm. his origin story is he came from a really advanced eternal race that was in a different uh, reality. And this is at the time where there was these uh, huge cataclysmic uh, things happening called the incursions. So there was this, you know, his universe and another... Well, incursions are two universes colliding and destroying each other. So there was his world and another universe that were colliding, and he was trying to stop it. And literally, he used all this might to stop it, but the incursions still happened and destroyed his reality with another. And AIM actually opened a, like some type of wormhole or whatever and reached and grabbed Hyperion out of that destroyed universe. That's his little origin story right there. And what's cool about Hyperion, though, you know, obviously, same kind of powers as Superman. Gets power from the sun, uh, heat vision, flight, durability, like, you know, nigh invulnerability. You know, he's super, he's OP as hell, but he's so, I think he's so cool, though. I would love to see him in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. I think it'd be a great, like, addition to the movies. But he, uh, he's so cool. He's, um, he's fought Hulk. He literally one-punched Hulk. He's best friends with Thor because, you know, Thor's like, well, you're basically a god, bro. Like, we should be best buds. <laughs> and he's fought Beyonders with Thor. And it's just oh, such an amazing... Like, you got to read some of the comics, especially the ones where him and Thor are just chilling, being best bros and drinking beer and having a I good time. I think I've seen something of that, yeah. yeah Isn't and this Thor, is like, best friends with Hercules? Like, really best friends with, like, Hercules, too? Yeah, but it hasn't. You haven't seen it lately, though. It was really or so with Hyperion. Yeah, I might have been mixing them up, but yeah. Uh, Gotta be honest about Hyperion. uh, I don't really have anything to add to this because I don't know shit about him. You got, dude. Basically, what sucks about Marvel is they're trying to make a lot of Superman characters. Like, there's another one. Yeah, I I know. I know Joker has one, but there's another one called Gladiator. So he's basically a soldier of the Kree Empire. But the way how his powers work, I mean, he's the same exact powers as Superman, but he, um, his, like, it's kind of his weakness and his strength is his confidence. So if mm. he's feeling real down and thinking he's not going to win a fight, he gets weaker. If his confidence is real high and knowing he's going to win, <laughs> he gets stronger. That's, That's how just people work. in general, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> but that, like, Gladiator, I mean, I like him. Like, he's a, he was, he's a, he's like, a, well, not a villain, but he was, he was, he was first introduced in the egg or in a Fantastic Four. I prefer Hyperion over Gladiator. I love Hyperion. He's so I, cool. Yeah. And he has a lot of great feats. He literally, like there's an issue. Oh, yeah. I like his design, too. I like the nuclear um, symbol on his... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say his chest, but it's more like his belly. It's not kind of like on his belly. <laughs> Dude, this, this is a nuke dick right here. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Anyways, but there was an issue where literally Hyperion picked up Atlantis and destroyed it in front of Namor. <laughs> and decapitated Namor. Oh, okay. Well, that's front. too far. Yeah, he literally... Because I forgot what Namor did. I think he's the one that's... Because this, I think this was also part of the incursion. And I think Namor destroyed an entire universe. Oh. And he didn't pay his crimes for that, I believe. And um, ah. Hyperion... It was and then Hyperion he did pay his crimes. Of the heroes. Oh, yeah, he killed him. But later on, Namor came back and oh. became super fucking OP. Uh, it's I, uh, and his new and he had a new look that looks badass. But Hyperion literally picked up Atlantis, destroyed it right in front of Namor. And if you guys know Namor, he's he's like he takes a lot of uh, a lot of pride into uh you know being Imperious Rex. I'm I'm the best. You're not gonna fuck with Atlantis. I'm the king. I'm or the first Marvel superhero. Oh my god, <laughs> the first one to fly, first mutant <laughs> technically. Um, 
And um, what, but what was cool is like literally one shot at Namor like nothing. And Namor's no like slouch. He's taking blows with Hulk. Thor, yeah, I love Hercules. Namor. Yeah, cool. he's he's really cool, man. But he literally just uses heat vision, decapitate him in one like like just real quick one fell yeah. swoop. It was so that panel was insane to me. But yeah, that's Hyperion. That's, yeah, that was very I interesting. Really I do have to say, I might have to check out Hyperion. Yeah, you, um, got you got to check out when he's wearing black with gold, not red with that's uh, yeah. That's that the that's a, the that's the one you sent me. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, my next one is Roy Harper, aka Arsenal, aka Red Arrow. Dude, I love Roy Harper. I just can't. Just gotta get out there. I obviously, love all these guys, but Roy Harper has had some of the most crazy character evolution over the years. I think out of any character. Especially development too, in, in Young Justice. It's, oh, Jesus! Don't get me started, Young Justice. Dude, I felt so bad. <laughs> I felt like literally missing an arm. And you didn't. You stopped looking. That's literally Jason Todd treatment. Yeah, Jason okay. Todd treatment. That's what I was getting into. That's what I was getting into, dude. <laughs> I was getting into. That. I was saying, bro. Everyone loves Jason Todd. Everyone loves Red Hood. But then it's like with Arsenal. You know, when Roy Harper comes Arsenal, it's like. Who's it's that? like it's that fucking old ass like 2012 joker meme dude where no one bats an eye that fucking that meme where it's like oh you know what i mean but then he yep. does this it's like roy harper turns into arsenal no one bats an eye but jason todd turns to red hood who's it's arsenal like, i don't understand who is that i don't yeah. even know red hood <laughs> and another thing is uh, roy harper and jason todd are best friends and, um, yeah, dude, and literally no one fucking bad. It's so also, good. I remember Roy Harper having a drug problem though. That's I was gonna get a tattoo. It it's probably one of the funniest covers ever. Um, but it it's obviously sad. But the cover is fucking hilarious because it's like an older comic. I think it's from maybe the seventies or something. Um, but the cover it's it's speedy. It's when it's like the origin of his drug issue. I think it's like when it's when uh, Green Arrow discovers it. So yeah, he was known as Speedy when he was Green Arrow sidekick. Um, totally does not fit him at all if you if you see how he is like nowadays. Um, but yeah, he was called fucking Speedy, super gimmicky guy. And all of a sudden, like there was this comic issue. I think there was a lead up to it, but it's on the cover. Green Arrow. I don't remember. He's with another character, and they're like in shock, looking, and then in the front of the comic cover, it's just. It's just um, Speedy, Roy Harper, shooting up heroin in his arm. Speedy, are you doing Speedy? What? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and I think, and there's, and then there's a, a thought bubble, or a, or a text bubble, where Green Arrow is saying, oh no, Speedy's a junkie. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It says, he says something like that, and it's a classic cover, like it's a famous cover. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, and they, he's like, I Speedy's swear, a man. junkie. They did Speedy so wrong. They, they did. did Roy Harper so wrong, dude. It, it's like, oh, man. He, he's had so much development where he goes from this, oh, hey, I, hey, guys, I'm Speedy, Green Arrow sidekick. I shoot arrows, yeah, right? too. You know, generic to, sidekick. To junkie, to becoming the Red Arrow, and he's like, I'm doing my own thing. I'm not being your sidekick anymore. I'm tired of being a gimmick. I'm not that. To losing his arm and getting just mentally damaged. You know what? I'd say he got more mentally damaged than physically, even though he lost an arm. Yo, I'm, I'm spitting some poetry right now, just so you know. <laughs> but, and then he becomes, like, kind of unhinged at first, and then he becomes 
after we well, you know after he loses his arm and then becomes Arsenal, and he has like a robotic type thing on his arm. I remember. Which he, I mean, when he's Arsenal, honestly, I love there's him a as scene. Arsenal. Yeah, dude, he's so badass as Arsenal. Like, I love his voice actor in Young Justice because he mm-hmm. does him some justice right there, dude. Hey. Like his voice is like all cocky, but also focused and. Like, just determined. Like, I love it so much. Yeah, you gotta watch Young Justice with his arc in that, because I remember even... It was the first time, actually, I think I disagreed with the Nightwing on something um, when he kicked him out of the Young Justice. Um, I love how... I love how Speedy had a more manlier voice than Nightwing in Young Justice. And Nightwing <laughs> was older. Yeah, I know. Nightwing was, like, 20 or something, and then Speedy... And then at that point, Arsenal was still, like, mentally... Or like still like physically because he was like the he wasn't aged at that point because he was like mm-hmm. in you know, he was in like what, a, a cryo tube or something yeah like that. so I think he was actually like maybe sixteen seventeen or something like that but um, he still got it though man like with yeah. one arm hunting Lex Luthor down there's a scene where he still got it yeah he he was about to take out Lex Luthor but then Lex Luthor offered him a deal and that was it that's the only way Lex Lex um I think he gave him an arm yeah that was, was it yeah that's how he became Arsenal and he literally. After that, they're like, it was Roy Harper. Because, okay, so there's two Roy Harpers on the show, um, if you don't know. The other Roy Harper that was, like, more Red Arrow, and this one that was more Arsenal. Um, After, well, this one was oh, Arsenal, because the, the other Red Roy Arrow Harper that's Red one. Arrow. He approaches um this Roy Harper, the one that got just got a new arm, and he's like, are you okay? He said, yeah, I am, or whatever. And then he says, like, oh, yeah, call me Arsenal now, or something. And it's just really cool. I just love Arsenal. I love, I, love, I love the clone too though and there's such clones and i just love the and then rest in peace actually because in the main dc continuity comics um roy died actually i don't remember how he died but he did and there's a very 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 sad comic panel of uh it's so relatable because uh just uh you think of real shit uh, because it's jason looking at his contacts and he sees roy in his contacts and then he has to, and then he's like deleting the contact because so he doesn't keep holding on to this because it's just killing him. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, she's like, bye. Or it's just like, bye, my friend. Something like that. Or like, he's like, see you later. It's just so like, ugh. It, it hits you, man. It hits you hard. And there's actually, but there is a really cool comic variant where of Roy Harper's a Black Lantern. It's a very, very sick cover. Yeah. And Black Lantern is. They're, it's fucking crazy as hell. Yeah, it's crazy. they're dead. They have to you have to die to be a Black Lantern. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, and that's the new thing with the Teen Titans, um, the Teen Titan new uh Teen Titans Academy series. Um, they were the where the, where the new Teen Titans like train at is called the Roy Harper Academy now. So that's interesting. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Because it's you know it's named in honor of him and all that. But uh. I hope I, I hope soon, obviously. It happens with every character. They come back eventually. Like No character stays dead forever in comics. So I'm really interested to see what they do with him next. Um, <clears throat> Wally West? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think he came back I like haven't 20 seen him times. come back in, in Injustice yet. You know, he's not back yet. That's another thing from the Teen Titans Rebirth comic. It's a, another panel you could find where uh, Nightwing says to Wally, um, he's like, hey, don't die again, please. He's like, stop dying or, or already. And then while he's just laughing. I'll just mess with the timeline. Just mess with it. Sorry. So yeah, Roy right, Harper. the next one, huh? Roy Harper needs to be looked at. He needs to get the same recognition, or at least almost the same recognition as Riven. Almost. As Jason Todd. Yeah, I yes. agree with that. I so your next one. 
My next one is well, Wonder Man. Really, really, it's a really weird one, but I think he's really cool. I like him. Wonder Man. Yeah, Wonder Man is super cool. So, fun fact: Wonder Man actually is one of the um... thick, bro. Oh, he's thick as hell. No, I said sick. Wonder... Uh, yeah, sure, oh, he's sick. Thick. Well, he's also sure. thick, but he also what's cool about him? <laughs> he also has similar eyes to Gambit, and that's why yeah. he wears his sunglasses because he's also an actor. So his red mm-hmm. eyes don't affect his, you know, him getting roles with someone that wears glasses, sunglasses. But um, like Steve Harvey, so, or well, not? Never mind. Go on. <laughs> I don't. Is it Steve Harvey. I was. I mixed two people up, and now I'm gonna sound dumb if I. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> anyways so there was an older version of wonder man um that was actually the uh they used that wonder man's uh consciousness to help create vision uh the first vision in the Uh. original comics so it's a fun fact about wonder man but um wonder man's so cool he's made out of pure energy and his powers are basically you know kind of same thing as superman way you know invulnerability fly but he has energy vision so it's not or anything it's just energy it's kind of like um kind of like cyclops's uh well uh what, what was it called it's not heat vision cyclops has it's um I'm trying to remember what it's called um anyways it's similar to cyclops's powers Pink-eye. so anyway so yeah i'll just i'll just say it like that but a uh, wonder man's so cool though man like uh he love- did so in the early comics you know he was they didn't really talk about his powers that well um in the early ones like about him being able to fly without having uses like uh he before he used to have a belt and he would have two rocket pads on on his left and right side and fly that's how he fly uh flew before but later on he you know learned that his powers had more well he had more different types of powers where he was able to manipulate energy create blasts and be able to fly without those uh two rocket packs and he is powerful. He's out, he's actually went toe to toe with Red Hulk and beat him with ease. Like and Red Hulk's no slouch. He's beaten Thor, Hulk, and the Watcher and Silver Surfer. He's no one to fuck with. But Wonder Man beat him easily, dude. And I thought that was in, I thought it was insane. At first when I read it, I was pretty pissed. I'm like, dude, we've seen Red Hulk beat Thor, Hulk, all these powerful beings, and he loses to Wonder Man. Mm-hmm. You know, I was pretty upset by that. But I thought it was pretty cool that Wonder Man's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he also had a relationship with She-Hulk, and I stopped Ooh. telling you, She-Hulk just goes around. He was with Hercules, oh, the geez. Juggernaut, Tony Stark. She's she was all the around. big guy. Oh wait, no, she was the Tony Stark. You're right. Yeah, like she so was Gamora. Been... Well, for dude, one night. they're they have been around. You know, I'm well, glad She-Hulk. Glad She-Hulk's uh. different now. You know, more, yeah, right, yeah, more different. Not not really too. Oh, I'm super strong, but I still have my physique, you know, like sexy. I actually you know? like her design though. I like her main design though. Um I don't like when they make her like Hulk build. Like huge like huge. I like when she I like, mean I, I was I was fine with I was neutral I, I like about I like it. her they show well the new series, they kinda like brought her like actual like good design back where she's still like ripped, but like you know, but she's it's like her though. You can still tell it's like her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like this fucking like steroids monster yeah i don't like that i like when it looks like you know how it just like just still like fucking shredded but like not like too big you know what i mean okay she's she's enhanced with her abilities you know she doesn't look like she's a fucking hulkling steroid addict roid raging i just don't like the yeah i don't like that look i like it when it's just like i like this shit natural though (laughs) 
So, no, so going back to Wonder Man, another thing about him, though, is he is, like I said, he's no slouch. He's strong. There's actually a conflict panel where he holds an entire city. But he, like, the entire, the weird part is the entire city is being held up by one beam. And it's tilting. So he had to tilt it back up to save the city. But, I mean, I thought that was weird. There was another conflict panel where Wonder Man fought, uh, fought Grey Hulk. But this is Joe Fix at Grey Hulk, and they were going back and forth. Obviously, Grey Hulk won for some reason. I don't know how he won, but Grey Hulk won. And uh, there was a there was a cool scene where, so in the old comic, Hulk was actually able to hold up a mountain, and they did the exact same comic book panel um, drawing with uh, Wonder Man holding up a huge. I, I forgot what it's called, but it's in Las Vegas. It's like a huge statue he was holding up the same way as Hulk was holding up a mountain. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think um, I think actually at a comic and a comic like expo thing I I went to a couple months ago um, they had a first appearance of Wonder Man at a uh, one of the the booths and it was like sixty or seventy bucks and I really wanted to get it but I voice cracked really bad by the way yeah yeah I don't think that's worth it for seventy bucks though I don't know I I have to see what his value is again on, on Key Collector um because they show like values of comics on there and shit. Yeah. Gotta check. Next but also, time. he's not—he's not known that much anymore. That's the problem. He used to be known a lot in the late '80s and early. Still 90s. a decent key he's though. Well his first appearance. I think he the used only to be one that. I think the thing that makes him like not like a mainstream guy, like turn to like brings him down from that, is the fact that he's called Wonder Man and there's Wonder Woman, and they, yeah. they might think he's a ripoff, but he actually has nothing to do with that at all. I think there's also Wonder Man DC Comics. I think it's the the Wonder Woman's brother. I think I'm not really. Quite sure. Oh, he's, I'm he's buried. If it was, I'm trying to remember if it's her brother or her son, because I remember there was a different comic book where Superman and Wonder Woman had a child and their well, son. I just was... don't. I don't know if a Wonder Man could even work because the Mascarians are all women. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I but, don't know um, if that's possible. <laughs> Will it happen? Okay. <laughs> Fuck but, um, Wonder Man. No, I'm kidding. But Wonder Man used to be one of the heavy hitters in Marvel Comics early on. Like, you know, before, yeah. the only heavy hitters that were there were really Hulk, Thor, and Hercules. Like, he really... Right. I mean, Spider-Man was also considered a heavy hitter back in the day. Like, he was considered one of the strongest in the Marvel... Like, Spider-Man, like yeah. strength-wise. Yeah, Spider-Man's Spider-Man, still yeah. a heavy hitter to me, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, he still is. Like, he... What thing that... He could lift a tank. I mean, yeah. how hard is it for him to lift a car? You know, he... You know, I saw the fact that Moon Knight... I saw the fact that Moon Knight can lift... Like with his suit, like his suit has like it gives him even more strength, and he already has a ha- enhanced strength apparently from Conchu. I saw something that he can lift like someone some facts that he could lift like a building. I was like, what? Show At- me the Carfax. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, well, how? I I don't remember a panel where he lifts a fucking building. What? It, it could have been a Lego building. You know, I also building it. maybe when he was like the fucking thing where Conchu like took over his mind completely, where he like had power and he became the Phoenix, and he had Thor's hammer. Maybe that fucking Thor's hammer, Doctor Strange's magic. That Moon Knight does not count though. Super OP Moon Knight. But like, yeah. I'm telling, yeah. Uh, I think that's it for me. Wonder Man. Like yeah. you should check him out. He's super. Super cool, and I recommend er, uh, reading early comics of him because that's where you get to know a lot about him. And this is before he like, because later on the writing from gets super weird. Then he's made out of pure energy, and he looks totally different. I think they'll definitely do something with him in the future MCU. I could definitely see. I hope so because he he's not 
like I said, he's a like he's a strong character, but he's not insanely OP. Hey man, if they do it like Star Wars is with their shows, um, he'll definitely get a Disney Plus show at least. Star so. Wars, in terms of like their shows, dude, I don't know if I'm thinking of Star Wars or no, I am thinking of Marvel too, actually. Um, they're giving Agatha from WandaVision a show, so like, why not? Really? Yeah, know. that's kind of weird. It doesn't make sense, right? It's like, how do you? Uh, I don't know. Like Agatha was only like in a like not like probably in a panel, probably like a, like two or four panels I have ever seen her. When yeah. I was looking her well, up, like, I thing. didn't see that many MCU, panels of her. It's like Marvel with her MCU shit. It's like. It's what's more like based on, you know, it's based on comics. They do their own stories, you know. It's it reminds they'll me of James Gunn, out, like, I'm sure, but it kind of gives me James Gunn vibes. Where yeah, I'm sure they'll do like a whole random revamp. characters. I, I bet they'll do some whole revamp with her character because I feel like there's not a whole ton to go on, uh, but for a solo thing with her. But I, I've seen the main consensus for for the reaction that she's getting show is just why, which I kind of agree with to be honest. Well, I do agree with. I don't know, I said kind of. Uh, I'd much rather watch a Wonder Man show than um, that. You know, she, I'm, yeah. you know, that's what I'm that's saying. It's just... like, if she's not like someone like, you know, when the, their other announcements, when they do like Moon Knight and She-Hulk, like Moon Knight and She-Hulk could hold their own because they have a lot of stuff to go off of. But it's like, Agatha, no. no. Like, we don't even, we just know she's a bitch. I mean, a witch. Yeah, she's <laughs> a witch. Literally, she's a witch. But All right, let's go to the next one. My next one is Black Knight. Black okay, which Knight. Which one? Oh, true. Fuck me, man. Ah, uh, uh, the newest one. Yes, like, the newest the, one. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, the newest one. I I really like how his whole uh, his whole relationship with the Avengers is kind of like they don't want to have anything to do with him. In a way, and he actually became the leader of the Avengers, I remember, uh, at a point, at one point. But there was, in his newer series, they don't want anything to do with him in, like, his first issue. And they're like, because they think he's a joke. Because the way he talks is, is like a knight, actually, in the medieval ages. Tis I the Black Knight, and I am here to slay this foul beast. It's like, it's literally like that. So, and, and you're seeing how he knows... And he has to talk like that, I think, right? Doesn't he? Doesn't he not have like full control over some of the things about himself? Yeah, you gotta remember, Black Knight. Like, there's there's a lot of different Black Knights, and it gets passed down every single you know generation. It's generation, with the sword, so. I think. Um, yeah, the ebony sword, um, which is OPSL, one of the oh, strongest yeah. weapons in Marvel. Yeah, it, it's very so. It gets passed down to him, or er, and. Uh, he has like not full control over the, some of the stuff he does, and talking is one of the things. And when he talks, you know, like the Avenger, like they're so annoyed of him, and they're like, "You're a joke." They kind of like say, like talk shit behind his back, like, "And he's a joke, and like he's a gimmick, not a real hero." And I think, you know, he. I just think I, 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 I think he deserves more than that, you know. And he, he shows a Pegasus. That. Yeah, it's a freaking flying horse. Come on. He There's shows, and he proves time and time again that he's worthy of the sword. So, mm-hmm. and I just like how, and then when he gets back, you know, from like fighting and stuff, he's just kind of like mentally. You can see him mentally just drained, like doing this role, and he knows that people are annoyed of him, and like he wished he didn't have to talk like that, and he wished he could be a normal guy, but he's just burdened with this, and he knows he can't stop her. You know, bad things will happen, so he kind of like keeps the. 
keeps this um the wording for it you know keeps the balance going you know because he knows that the avengers you know they're very capable on their own obviously but without him i think they'd be a lot less capable yeah he'd also he's also going to be in eternals yes i think i've heard about that is he is he playing like the newer iteration of black knight yeah he's playing the newer iteration and he's it's also the one where um He's in a relationship with uh, one of the... I forgot her name, but it's with one of the Eternals. And right. literally the Eternal cheats on Icarus uh, with him. Mm-hmm. And Icarus is the uh, the leader of the Eternals, which is yeah. another Superman-like character. Literally. Yeah. They called him that in the in one of the ads. Uh, yeah, but that was kind of weird. I'm interested to see that. The director also said, though, that um, the actor... I don't remember the actor's name, but he played Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. That him, mm-hmm. he's not going to be Black Knight in that movie. Well, he, he's going to well, just well, be... In the movie, but he's, but he's definitely... Oh, maybe... Uh, yeah, that's true. So he's going to become up. Black Knight in something else. Either Eternals 2... I'm hoping it could be a show. Is that, yeah, go I'm, hope, I'm hoping he gets his own show. Oh, yeah. He's someone who actually would be awesome to have a Disney Plus show. I would watch Yeah, I would that. love to see that. Yeah, I, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. I would, I definitely love that. Um, but yeah, I just have you seen the review stuff for the Eternals? I don't want to because I need to see. It. I don't like watch. I don't like hearing. About I'm not. Of course, no. Even if I see reviews, it I don't, I don't um judge beforehand. Like I remember even uh I don't remember what movie. Oh yeah, like Joker when Joker came out and he was getting like some like some bad reviews after i was getting the good ones because i'm like i don't know why i don't know what critics were like so fucked with about because honestly that movie is a 10 out of 10 for me but um I, I, for me i was kind of the same like with the first venom movie i was literally when i saw the reviews i was so tempted not to go i know yeah like, but i love but i'm like i love venom like i could see venom live action like an actual I thought comic the, yeah looking venom you know so, I thought the movie was better it, yeah, than the it. critic reviews for sure for Venom One. Uh, oh yeah, I, I still thought like Venom 60%? One was very eh. Still thought you say you give like a sixty. I think it was like sixty four seventy for Venom the first. No, one. it it was twenty seven or something. I think. No way, really? Yeah, it was awful. Holy fuck. Yeah, right. Way too low. I think I'd give it like a sixty or something or seventy. I thought not it was even. Cool. You no. gotta remember, this is. I a, think it'd still be Rotten Tomatoes to me. I don't know. That's just me. A lot of people like it though. I think it's a fun movie for sure. It's really oh, watchable. It's a fun movie. Um, my God, go fuck yourself. Not not you, God. This stupid fucking thing. Um, Jesus, that's so annoying. What Anyways, happened? some razor update just interrupted the fucking. <laughs> sure, whatever, dude. That that's sucks. so annoying because it was so clean until then. I don't want to edit this. Okay, whatever. Um, Black Knight. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of him, I'd say. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll let's go, go to, to next your, your next one. Next one is Man-Thing. Not Swamp-Thing. Don't get too confused. Man-Thing is Marvel. Swamp-Thing is DC. But fun fact, the both of the creators of those two characters were roommates in college. So that's a fun fact about that. Wait, so the Man- writers... Yeah, the oh, that's right. I forgot about that, dude. Yeah. No shot because what is happening? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Why is it doing this? I knew you should have updated. Man, thing giving me a funny feeling though. Is he? 
Me too. What is going on? You fuck face. Every, okay. Everything good? Fixed now. Go ahead. Sorry. Man thing. No, don't worry. Don't worry about it. But um, man thing. So... Of course, when Evil Drop joins, the fucking podcast goes to shit. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> He's a viewer for the people watching after. On spot, um, listening on Spotify. Okay. Man thing, uh, yeah. So, so what's cool about man thing is um, not a lot of people know about him. Like, and even the origins, even I'm fuzzy with the origins. There's so many different origins with him. But he's such an interesting character, though. Literally, so the difference with Swamp Thing and Man Thing, Swamp Thing is more of the nature. You need to protect nature. This is the green. The green, I need to protect it, you know? And he could manifest himself into anything that's with green-related, plant-related. You said this is Man Thing. You're talking about Man Thing right now. Oh, no, this is, I'm talking about Swamp Thing. Okay, I was going to say, that sounds like something Swamp Thing says. I think he says Injustice, too. yeah that's, swamp th- yeah that's swamp things thing but man thing he, he doesn't like he can grow big he can like oh, manifest yeah. himself into plants but not to the extent of swamp thing though swamp thing could like turn into skyscrapers if you want to but what's cool about man thing is um it's such a unique power he has if he touches you and if you have fear it, it'll kill you like it will harm you really bad. There was a there was a comic book issue where Hulk was fighting Man Thing. What a good guy! And this is, and this is when Hulk was um still like in having his fear over his father, and Man Thing was fighting him and literally touched his head, and Hulk's head almost like disintegrated because of you know Man Thing's power. But um another thing about Man Thing is that he the only people that could talk to him are telepaths. Doesn't speak, doesn't say anything. He just only telepaths could talk to him. He's also a very, like, he's also a character that is used in the weirdest ways. Like he was in the Thunderbolts for a while, and there was a there was a panel where he was fighting Hyperion, and literally him touching Hyperion almost, you know, it fucked up Hyperion a lot. But at the end, Hyperion beat like almost killed Man Thing. Uh, excuse me, sorry. Um, but another thing about Man Thing is I love his design. You know, I like it's kind of a weird design, but I love it. It's like an elephant mixed with a horror face, like red eyes. Yeah, Nothing it's could... fucking strange. Yeah, Man Thing it's is a strange OP look. as fuck, though. Yeah, he is OP, man, and he's super cool. He also could grow huge if he wanted to, <laughs> but it takes like a longer time for him more than Swamp Thing. But Man Thing, I really think you guys should check him out. He's so cool, it's really interesting, and like you just. Yeah. I think you'll love him. I really, I really hope they do have like um, I really hope he shows up like in a what if episode, like as an Easter egg. That'd be so cool to see. But yeah, that's for me. Give him a Disney Plus show. <laughs> what Wait, is happening like with Razor? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> What's up, Razor? Fucking Razor keeps updating during the middle of this talking for some reason, and it doesn't do this whenever we do any other podcast. And it's like, hey, let's let's make your podcast not clean at all. It's scuffed as shit. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, that's it for me with Man Thing. Man Thing, yeah. Evil Drop wants to touch his Man Thing, apparently, he said. It's cool. I mean, I think we all got a Man Thing in us. We on do. Us. A, on a, a part of us. Everyone does in some way. Picture for me. Um, Superboy, a.k.a. Connor Kent. Yes. Man, Superboy. Connor Kent. The clone of Superman. Clone of Superman and Lex Luthor. Kind of crazy, too. He does not come out as Lex Luthor at all. 
No. Well, actually, in Young Justice, I feel like I see it a teeny bit, but then I'm like, wait, no, I don't, because they show Superman in the show, and I'm like, oh, he just looks like Superman. I'm like, I, I think he kind of has the face structure of Lex Luthor in a it's way. It's more thin, linear face, yeah. Yeah. And when Superman has, like, a bigger chin, Connor doesn't, really. Uh, Yeah, so Superboy is fucking amazing. He's just great. I love that he's a clone of of Lex Luthor. It's just it's such a cool concept to be the clone of a superhero and then the superhero's greatest villain. And he becomes a superhero. Like really <laughs> Superman's <laughs> genes are nothing to be fucked with, okay? No. And they shouldn't have, but they did and it's a good thing they did cuz Superboy's awesome. He um I love the whole dynamic in Young Justice and I think it's similar to the comics, but Super Superman's very reluctant to accept Superboy. As like, yeah, I felt sad yeah. about that. I felt very bad for him because he wanted to yeah. pr- impress Superman. He wanted to be like, Superman, acknowledge me. Just like, you know, does he want me to be a part of his life? And you know, because he doesn't have, he's you know, technically, well, he actually in the show considered him as his younger brother, uh, Superman. I know, right? Out of all things, yeah. no, no, we're we're, we're siblings. I was like, you're, not my son. Uh, you're more of a son, but okay. Um, yeah, it's weird. So he just says that I think because then he has Jonathan Kent, and um, yeah, he just because he I has Jonathan like, Kent, he's real like son. So I didn't like the writing for that Superman in the early series of Young Justice with Superboy. I, I don't actually feel like did Superman like would ever do that. I I no, I I liked that cuz it was a, a Superman character flaw that wasn't like super going out That's of That's true. I, I guess super, like for me thinking Superman a perfect being, he also has his imperfection. No, that <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like I like when Superman has flaws, but I don't like when he has flaws where if someone touches Lois Lane, he'll blow up the world. <laughs> You know what I mean? Kill everybody. I I always hate that. It's like, it's Lois! Someone stubbed her toe! And now half of Africa is gone! It's just like... Who made made this dresser? China? China's gone! (laughs) Actually, though, that's like how how Injustice Superman and like Evil Superman and shit is. I never liked that. I just don't like how he gets triggered so easily when his thing is literally hope. And to keep hope. And he doesn't keep hope! (laughs) <laughs> and injustice or any of that he's I know, like, yeah, like give hope any glimmer of hope's gone clone, man i'm killing the joker now it's just like why <laughs> so i get it i would it, it's be real if it was real life i'd want to kill the joker too but you're superman you're better than me you're supposed to be better than me but you're not better than me apparently because i'm not gonna go punch someone my fist through someone's chest if i could i would though if someone did that to be honest but yeah. I would so do it a Joker. Only Joker, though. I do. If, like, if, if he killed my family like that, I would Yeah, do oh, it. yeah, I, I would I do would that care. for sure. I but then I would that. stop. 100%. Yeah, right? I'm not going to be like, start a fucking, like, like, um, fascist regime to, like, control the world. What did that, like, where did that come from, right? Like, literally, where it's like, every, he's like, like now he wants to he... control the world? What? Yeah, like, how did that from, be, like, having. Well, I guess because he wanted he didn't well, he wanted to police the world so it doesn't happen to everybody. But dude, like you, you just you can't. Oh, that's true. You're not you're allowed. Right. Good point. Because yeah. you're just being a tyrant. You're using you're using Batman's tactic on a city where that actually needs criminals to fear, you know, from doing crimes the whole world. And this is where I love Superboy. Where like he'd be such a good successor to Superman, I think, because he has this other side to him. He is Lex. He is half Lex Luthor, so 
he, you you'd think that he would like some at some point do have some kind of heel turn or something, but he doesn't because it's it's crazy. It's just crazy to me that and in so many iterations, Superman will just like get triggered at the littlest thing, and then Connor Kent, who's literally more half, rational. he's half a supervillain, is just like let's think this over. Yeah, let's, be, let's rational, be kind, guys. Like, let's, let's let's pump the brakes here and uh, look around. Just a great character, a great leader, and just an awesome guy overall. And I just love how the Kent family accepts him as a Kent. And he looks, I mean, come on, he looks just... He looks, and it's like, I bet in the like Injustice Superman. universe, they're just like, the, the Kent family is just like, hey, if anyone asks, Superman's not our son. You are. You look alike, so let's just say you were our son. What's crazy in the Injustice comic book? I remember the Teen Titans were stuck in like uh, didn't they the all like zone. die? Well, it's some in, most Injustice comic book. The Teen Titans were stuck in the Phantom Zone, I believe, and um, the people that die. I think the only Titan that died was Tim Drake. Beast Boy died too, I think. I I'm trying to remember, all, but I all I know for I, for, I know for a fact. No, no, he he was going to die because um. I'm trying to remember. I remember he got punched really hard, and they had to go to the Phantom Zone so it could stop the, like his uh, whole chest shattering, because mm. he couldn't heal himself or he, or like he will if he would have left the Phantom Zone he would have died. So General Zod left the Phantom Zone, killed Tim Drake, and then Batman had to subdue General Zod and out no out nowhere Amazo or Amazo yeah, uh literally ripped off General Zod's head and then left like out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> and then they used General Zod's heart to replace, in order to do, yeah, replace um, Connor's heart so it could get fixed, and that's how Connor survived. Rock comes into frame, just rips his head off and dips. Dude, like, right. Literally, like, Amazon just, it was so weird, because uh, Batman was fighting uh, General Zod with a mech suit, and uh, gave him kryptonite-infused fear toxin. Yeah, crazy shit against the Kryptonian. Because even Batman said, I was never going to use this against Superman. But for you, since you killed my son, I'm going to fuck you up. And he fucking shot that fear Kryptonian toxin at him. And literally, you know what fear um he saw was Superman saying, you failed Krypton. That was his Ooh. fear. So basically... No, go ahead. Oh, then or like I said, Amazon just shows up, rips off his fucking head. Yeah, so basically... um. I think Superboy would be an awesome successor to Superman. And uh, I just think he's great. I think he's a great character. I just love how he keeps this um keeps this hope. Um, I also love how simple his his whole outfit is. Black shirt, blue jeans. Yeah, exactly. Easy cosplay, right? Yeah, okay. literally even in in the Young Justice show, same thing. Well, not yeah, blue jeans, but still He's the like same the guy concept. looks great as Superboy too in that. Um, all right, I guess we go down to your next one. Oh, mine, which not a lot of people really know about, and I consider him the third greatest detective in DC Comics, is The Question. Questions is such a cool character, man. He gives me kind of, um, uh, I want to say like Moon Knight vibes in a way, but not brutal ways, but just like the how the comic book, like, kind of like feels like a classic detective comic book, you know, just figuring out crimes and all that and he was i love the question in the justice league unlimited series literally questioning conspiracies about superman and another world where he kills lex luther and asking more more and more questions like that's just, that's why he's called the question that's his fucking deal like i have to go ask questions and figure it out and, and just know 
But what's cool about the question is, I remember when I first saw him, I was like, does he really not have a face? Like, is that his real face? Is not yeah. have a face? Finding out it's just a mask and he dyes his hair black. His yeah. real hair is red. <laughs> so fucking weird. Easy cosplay. No. But I like his outfit though, you know, literally a detective look, detective vibe, you know, blue coat. Yeah. Uh, you know, I forgot what those hats are called, but obviously a hat. And I I, I love his comics, man. Um he does a lot of team ups. I think my favorite team up is always gonna be with Batman. You know, two greys detectives just solving a crime together. Will take a minute, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's same to me. But you know what's funny? I think the best detective in DC Comics is probably Detective Chimp. I think he's way better <laughs> than Batman. Like True. I think for me, I think Detective Chimp is the number one detective in DC Comics. And there's Batman and then there's the question. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. <laughs> the question. What is the question? My next underrated character is John Stewart Green Lantern. John you know, Stewart. Here's man. the thing. This is kind of similar to Superman and Superboy, I feel like. Is um where like Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern will get like triggered at something and then just wreak havoc. Just like go off. John Stewart will maintain his composure. Mm-hmm. Where he'll be just if something tragic happens or something happens to his family or something, he won't kill like a whole planet like fucking Hal Jordan did, basically. Isn't that what he did? Something similar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, I mean, I remember that when how Jordan became a Yellow Lantern. Um, was it like um, was he also Parallax? Or yeah, 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 you can Parallax. Uh, and John Stewart's like, dude, stop, relax, and he's you're you're being too much. And then John Stewart has to be the one to like go up against him. And I just love how John is just so true to to um. Being a Green Lantern, Green Lantern's will and yeah, he sticks to the code. That he sticks yeah. to the code, and it's not like don't get it twisted. He's not like a fucking don't say like he's like a goody goody. He's he's loyal. Yeah. He's loyal. You know, goes by the rules, follow the rules. No, he's you know, he's no. he's awesome because he's loyal. He'll yeah. never and he's give... just he's super chill too. You know, yeah, he's just nice. He's a chill guy. He really is, and I just love him in Justice League Unlimited. He's one of my favorite characters on there, for mm-hmm. sure. And Damon I just love Hawker. his whole. Oh yeah, and um, I just love uh, I love how like his whole when you know because the Green Lantern ability you could like make any weapon or anything, and he um, I like how he uses like military weapons because he was in he was in the military, and mm-hmm. he uses like sentry guns and like tanks, and it's it's awesome. It's so cool. He makes like these mech suits, and I I just think he's a great character overall, and. Yeah, I just love how he keeps the you know he keeps he keeps his will going and he doesn't give up. Yeah, it, it's also hard to choose between Hal Jordan and John Stewart. That's they're what I'm saying. Great. I, I don't characters. think I can choose between them. Yeah, they're just they are both like if they make a John Stewart movie, I'm fine with it. If they make yeah, a same. Hal Jordan one, I'm fine with it. I'll yeah, either take way. Either or. I think they're both like the best Green Lantern. I think it ever. will be John Stewart in the same. Green Lantern Corps show. I, I think it will. Yeah, it better be. Because... They haven't confirmed, but I'm pretty sure it will be. It better be because I don't want another Probably. Ryan Reynolds. Very excited for Lantern. Oh, we're not. No, I don't even know <laughs> how I cast this out, Jordan. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm trying to think. Like, There's a couple like, John Stewart ones I have in mind, but I don't remember who exactly. I, I forgot who they were, but I had a couple in mind. We'll, we'll keep like, that for another I, I was thing. Thinking, I was thinking Chris Elba, but I'm like, he's Bloodsport, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I just know. felt so good. So perfect for it. But 
Bloodsport. All right. Let's go to the next one, huh? For your next underrated character is... Hercules. Marvel's Hercules, okay? Not DC's, because DC one really doesn't do anything. But Marvel's Hercules, True. dude. I uh, I really hope they make another huge event for Hercules. Because before, there was a huge event with Hercules. He became, like, uh, a real... An actual god and fought the uh, being called Chaos, I believe. And one of the biggest battles in Marvel, too. And it was amazing. He literally gave all the superheroes in Marvel a piece of his power, and they all of a sudden they all became like little like gods of themselves like to fight chaos. Yeah, like demigods, and they were fighting chaos. I thought that was amazing and uh, super OP Hercules there. But before you know all that happened in, in the classic comics, you know, Hercules and Thor were best buds, like mm-hmm. really best buds, best friends, you know. And what's cool about Hercules is he can beat Thor in a hand to hand combat, but he can't beat Thor when Thor has his hammer. I wish so we had... there's a pro and a con about that because there was a there was a there was a comic book where their their fathers actually bet between which son was stronger without weapons, and Hercules was going to win, but Thor calls this hammer and beat Hercules down. I wish we got Hercules for um the next Thor, but I don't think he is in it. I know, I, I, but Green uh, Zeus. I remember, like I I. I think Henry Cavill was also cast in Thor Ragnarok. I'm trying to remember. Maybe no, not. It, I think it was just not. Christian Bale. I wish. But I wish. Henry Cavill's Hercules, Christian, yes. Yeah, he would be an amazing Hercules. He has the look and the stature for it already. Oh, yeah. Of course. But Hercules is so cool, though, man. And he's literally fought, you know, like I said, strong freaking being. Sentry, Hulk, Thor, Galactus, um, Silver Surfer, you just name it. And he's... He's fought every single one of them. Some of them he's lost. I mean, he's lost to Thor. He's lost to Hulk, you know. But some of them he's won, you know. So he's not, you know, he's no one to mess with at all. But Hercules yeah. so cool. I love his outfit, too. His outfit's really cool. Very unique. Uh, but kind of weird looking at the same time. Like, just, like, just straps everywhere. No shirt. Just in, like, little shorts. Like, it's kind of, like, I don't know about that. <laughs> but it still looks cool to me. But, yeah, yeah that's me for Hercules. I mean, that's how Hercules looks, you know. Um, all right. My next one is Saint Walker. I love Saint Walker so much. You know Saint Walker, right? I actually don't know who Saint Walker really? is. Really? Saint Walker is what happened? Hello? Okay, I'm gonna have to edit this. Give me one sec. Okay. Keep on going. Okay. So Saint Walker is the Blue Lantern. Um, he, uh, yeah. So I just think his origin is so amazing. How, um, the, I, I just love how the, the lore of the lantern core is like each, each color, each color lantern has a different meaning. How green is, Sorry about that. how green is will and red is rage and yellow is fear, but blue is hope. And that's, I just love blue lantern's origin. How he was this very religious guy. Um, and he wanted to, and he had this vision that there would be a new, um, like Messiah or like prophet on his planet. He's not a human, by the way. He's a, I forgot what species he is, but he's some, uh, different species from another planet. He looks like a fish. Oh, you see him right now. Okay. <laughs> he, so. No, he, I, I, I know who you're talking about now. So he I has just, this vision. I didn't, I didn't know his real name. So he has this vision, um, 
of some messiah or, or new coming prophet. So he wants to take his family. So and his planet is um dying apparently too because the the sun like isn't reaching them or something. So he wants to find this prophet to help save his planet. And so he take he's going to take his family. He's taking this family on this journey. And along the journey, his family dies. His family dies on the journey. And then fruit even when that happens, he keeps his faith and he doesn't lose control and he doesn't become angry and he doesn't become he's obviously very sad, but he's not giving up because if he gave up, then his family's death is for nothing. Gives me open one vibes. Yeah, for sure. So he keeps going, and then he gets to the place, he gets to this mountaintop or wherever, where the prophet or messiah is supposed to be, and then there's nothing there. And then he does eventually become angry for the first time. And he's saying, and he's cursing out this this prophet, and he's saying, oh, you're false, you, you never were real, what, we are, didn't, you didn't come through, you know, my family, died. where are you, you're not even here. And then he looks and sees a reflection, and the reflection is himself. And he realizes that he is that prophet. He is the prophet that was supposed to be. So he then he so after realizing this, then he comes to his people, you know, and he tells them, like, I am this, you know, I am the Messiah that I was thinking that I visioned, and I'm I'm gonna help us all, and he does. He, so after being like telling him, uh, becoming his prophet, he says, we need to come together, you know, because people are like, you know, they're eating each other basically, like, because their planet's dying and people are losing control and losing their minds. And he brings them together and he says, we need to come together and we need to have peace and we need to bring, we need to help this planet. And it works. And they find some way to have and bring the sun closer or something to their planet, something like that. And they save their planet. And he's their new, like, leader. He's their new, like, prophet. And he's not a false one, because he actually saved them. Isn't there, like, a small amount of Blue Lanterns, though? I think so. So, he was the first, and that is the origin of St. Walker, who is the first Blue Lantern. In which they represent hope. I know Blue Lanterns increase uh, Green Lantern's power by a huge margin. But not not with any other Lanterns, though. Just with Green... Yeah, I think so. Because hope and will kind of go hand go together very well. I remember um, when I first heard about Blue Lantern, I was just like, "Oh, Blue Lantern!" Because at the at the time, I was like, "Blue Lantern is like the White Lantern." But then I literally yeah. got those confused, and the White Lantern is just every color. It's spectrum. everything. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Blue, Rayner was the first one. Red. Yeah, Kyle Rayner. There we go. And then, oh. yeah, there was the White Lantern, and then there was uh, Hal Jordan becoming like the the God of Light or something like that. Mm-hmm. I just love St. Walker. Um, it's not that old. I think it's from like 2008 he first appeared in. Uh, yeah, it's really, it's, it's it's like relative for comic book standards, relatively new. You know new. what? Relative, you know what's relatively new is just the, the lore for Green Lantern, like developing. I know that literally it was just green and yellow. Just think about it. Yeah, it was just that for so long. And then in 2008, because I have the two comics where they all the new ones appeared in actually, they're like the first, like the ones, or first few. Um, and then all of a sudden, 2008 or so, or maybe, yeah, and then there's the Red Lanterns, and there's the Blue, and then there's Orange, and there's, and it's like so many different characters yeah, and lore, and yeah, and just like so much going on. 
And that's why now I think the Green Lantern world needs to be looked at more. It really does. That's why I, I'm very excited for the Green Lantern Corps because I hope it goes over, over all that. It needs to go over Red Lanterns. It needs to go over the Blue Lanterns, the Orange, the Violet, the Blue... You know what I mean? It's like Black Lanterns. So much. Like, so much. I know much. Cartoon Network... I know Cartoon Network did a Green Lantern series, which uh, underrated show. If you're a Green Lantern fan, you got to check mm-hmm. it out because it explores all the Lantern. Sam Walker was breed. in it. Yeah. And also, um, Guy, Guy, Gardner. Guy Gardner. Love Guy Gardner. <laughs> Such a fucking dickhead, but I love him. He's going to be in it, Green Lantern Corps. He got confirmed already with the casting. But, um, he, uh, in that show, it explored all the Lanterns, or at least most of them, you know, Red. Mm-hmm. Orange, violet, blue. I think it did all of them, but it was a. I loved how the show was. I loved that in this one, how Jordan's a real leader and learns from his mistakes in this one. Logs yeah. in it. I love your favorite Lancer Jordan. It. So, Such a good show. Yeah, I recommend you, that you give it a watch. St. Walker is basically like, um, you know, he's this. He's Jesus. like a. He's a, yeah. That was, that was yeah. He's Space Jesus anyway. Yes. All right. Next one. All right. So next is your next one. Going back sure. to image, going back to image comics, uh, also in the Invincible universe, uh, this hero is called the Immortal, and what's cool about him is literally his origin is very simplistic, very simple. He was a caveman, caveman find meteor, caveman touch, powers. You know that's exactly <laughs> how it went. And but what's cool about this is these powers, like, uh, the, okay, um, well let's talk about his powers real quick. Immortal can fly, he can live forever, and he has a regeneration ability, and he's pretty durable, and he has super strength and speed a little bit. But, um, so, literally, he's, he was also Abraham Lincoln, the president. He was, I think, King Arthur. I can see it. He was, uh, he, literally, every important, like, king or leader in really history. Yeah, every, like, important leader in history, Immortal was that leader. You know, that was him. And what's cool about Immortal is you could decapitate him, you could sever his arm, you could do anything. If you put him back together, he comes back to life, you know? But, like, but mostly if you chop off his head and you have to put his head back on to bring him back to life. And, um, super cool character. He's not insanely OP, though. Like, Invincible, who's literally a teenager, could kick his ass easily. Like, he's, I would say Immortal is the strongest human, or at least top 10 strongest humans in the Invincible comic. But I'll get to that in another time in the podcast. Yeah. Anyways, so Immortal's like, yeah, super cool. Um, really, like I said, really simple character. He just he fights crime. He's in the team called um the Guardians of the Globe, and just fights crimes around the globe. You know, with Mahler twins, Doctor Seismic, uh, Lava People, just ran. You know, just regular superhero Justice League stuff, but in the Invincible Universe. I recommend giving him, giving him a read though because he's super cool and literally his story links with Invincible and it's such a great read and I really recommend people to read that and um and if you want to learn more about Abraham Lincoln just read a history book okay <laughs> <laughs> nah anyways next one let's go to the next my, one. this is my final one actually um Sentry so there we go we mentioned him already um. Makes sense to get to him eventually. Um, so we talked about Hyperion, and Sentry and Hyperion are very similar because they're basically like a Marvel Superman um, in a but way. Sentry is batshit crazy. 
That's what I was gonna say. That's why I like about him so much is he's basically <laughs> Superman if Superman. Well, here's the thing: he's he's Superman if Superman was fucking insane. Yeah, he there's he like loses his mind a lot. He's kind of like Moon Knight yep. if Moon Knight has Superman powers in a way. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe, Hulk. yeah, yeah. It's like he. He just becomes unhinged and he lets loose, dude. He's he's super. He's like DC main. He's like a main the main Superman, like with no rules. Yeah, just kind of. And going what's cool off. is he is OP. He has like you know he may he might be like you know similar to Hyperion, but Sentry has so much, so many more powers. He can absorb powers from the like he absorbs energy from the sun he could sun he could absorb energy he could restructure molecules off his body there was a there was a comic issue where him and Mo, uh, molecule man were fighting and molecule man killed him so many times but he just sentry just reassembled his body yeah. he literally has similar powers to dr manhattan like it's insane how op sentry is and what's crazy about sentry though is his psyche can manifest a even more powerful being called the void and the void is so powerful, is like literally cracks every single bone in Hulk's body. How powerful the void is! Like, I think Sentry crazy. I think doesn't he have a similar thing like like as like Black Knight, where he doesn't have full control either. Also, yeah, oh yeah, he remember Sentry. So the first issue of Sentry is he did not know who he was. Like he was just yeah. a random dude, and out of nowhere he drinks a freaking serum, and then he gets his powers back, and he's trying to figure out why everybody forgot. That he was a superhero. Mr. Fantastic, Dr. Xavier, everyone forgot Sentry was a superhero. And then Sentry also has another ability where he can, you know, similar to Dr. or Dr. Uh, Charles Xavier, he can read your mind and he also can erase your memory. And the reason why he erased his and everyone's memory is that in order to defeat the Void, which is basically him in a crazy psyche, is to forget about it. Forget he was ever a hero, he ever had powers, and forget that he was even void. That's how he, you know, that, like, that's how, that's why everyone forgot about him, is so he could defeat the void. Now since he's back, the void's back, and he has literally to control him, himself, and hold in the void, so he doesn't become evil. So literally, he's a good and bad guy at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right. He is kind of like having this, trying to have this balance where, like, he has this evil. Yeah, right. He has this alternate persona where it's trying to like get through, but he has to like, keep holding it back, or else. Yeah. The, yeah. How is going to break loose? And and also in a recent comic book, which um, uh, Sentry was also fighting one of his friends that also drank the uh, serum that gave him similar powers to Sentry. Um, he was fighting him, and he finally came to terms, to, like to defeat his friend. He had to finally come to terms that. Him and Void are one. And then he became the Sentry that has a mm. red and black outfit. And literally, he could just... He, dude, he got super OP after that. And after he defeated his friend, like his friend literally disintegrated. Like, literally, the, his friend was just as strong as him as Sentry, and he disintegrated him without even touching him. Yeah. Like, that's how freaking OP he was. And then Captain America and the Avengers showed up, and they're like, you, like what, do you, what do we do if you're out of line? And he's like, like that's not gonna happen, but if it does, like you can't do anything to stop me. And then he just flies yeah. off Earth. Like that's how OP said. <laughs> like, Sen- oh like, great. That's, that's is, nice to know. Yeah, Sentry is so cool, man. Like I wish I I, I wish I picked Sentry because I I'm a huge fan of Sentry. Like he's fought Thor, Hulk, and oh best fights with Sentry ever 
World War Hulk versus Century. You've got to got to read the World War Hulk. Oh uh, yeah, comic book, and then you got to see that final fight scene. That's insane. That's what I'm saying. If like they have a fucking, if they're really doing the World War Hulk movie like they say they're doing, put Century in that bitch. Yeah, please. And the reason why Sentry even fought Hulk, World War Hulk in that in that final battle is because Tony Stark told him, "Sometimes you have to play God. You don't need to. You have to." Yeah. And that was one of the that was one of the best things I've ever seen in any comic book with Sentry. Just out of nowhere, flies out out of his like you know house in the middle of nowhere. Three seconds later, goes to freaking New York. Fights the Hulk and they both beat the living shit out of each other to where they both revert to their bo- like normal bodies. Sentry's power is completely depleted. Same with Hulk. And Sentry, quote unquote, has the power of a million exploding suns. Apparently. You know? Yeah. He's. Dude. I love, a... I, I love, I love that you picked this hero and I'm the one who's. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I knew. No, I kind of. I want. I think you kind of have a better with his knowledge on Sentry, but I. I kind of. Well, I just. I knew that he was. I knew about his crazy side. I knew that he was c- controlling. You know, to having to control this alternate side that was a uh, part of him, and just like trying not to let it through. And he has these two sides to him, and like you said, he's evil and good. But and then he he le- he like accepts that. You know, everyone has evil and has good in them, and yeah, he became. It's that's actually kind of somehow it makes him relatable. So it's like it's crazy to make a character like this relatable, but they somehow did it. Yeah, Sentry has popped in and out of comics for all. There was one where he was like one of the Horsemen of Death or whatever. He was all he was fighting Thor in like the future. Like what's that's what sucks about Sentry is the writers fuck him up too. They much. always switch him, yeah. Like he's this now. Now he's like this. Now he's like this. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. They always mess with. I like his kind of last you. iteration. I thought was pretty good. I think his last. I think it was the Jeff Lemire century run. Pretty good. I like that one a lot. I think it was like the 2017 run. Yeah, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, wasn't the same artwork with um, with the uh, Venom fighting Null? Yeah, something like that. I think it was similar. And yeah, why did they kill him off in that story? Whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was that was awesome. I, I like that version. Sucks. With the mental aspect was... and stuff, and trying to like control his mental state, that was very interesting. What sucked was Sentry literally died to Null, I the know. same way how Sentry killed Ares, ripped him in half. That's how Sentry dies to Null. He gets ripped in half. It's insane to me. All right, He'll come back somehow because that's how it always happens. All right, here's your so. last one. Yeah, I did too. Your last one now. So my last one is, I think this is probably one of the most underrated characters when it comes to stretchiness and adaptability, is Metamorpho. The Metamorpho, his name is Rex Mason, and he was exposed to a mutag- mutagen that transformed him into a being that is made of elements. So really, he could be anything in the periodic table or any element in the known DC universe. He could literally, to be honest, he could kill Superman if he wanted to. He could literally just turn a kryptonite and just choke Superman out and kill him. And I, I think Metamorpho is so underrated because literally he... I, I loved him in the Young Justice series where he literally fights Deathstroke and he's like, I'm always in near constant pain. You know? Like, that's... Mm-hmm. I was going to mention that, yeah. Yeah, Metamorpho is just crazy, man. And he's OP too. He could literally... 
if he wanted to, since, you know, the Justice League are mostly, or a lot of them are humans, he could literally turn into a gas that could kill them by, because they need to breathe, you know? Mm-hmm. He, could, he could turn a fire, make anything explode in front of a Martian Manhunter to burn him. He could turn a kryptonite to freaking kill Superman. He just is such a cool character, man. And he literally reminds me of, like, Plastic Man being able to morph into anything. He, like, turned into a gas, going to drain pipes. Turn to a solid so nothing could hurt him. Turn to anything just because that's just his power. Metamorpho is super cool. And, you know, I haven't read a lot of comic books about Metamorpho, but I've seen a lot of stuff on, you know, uh, shows that makes me know a lot about him. So in the Justice League series, literally he was jealous of, <laughs> of um, or he thought his wife was, or uh, his girlfriend was cheating with Jon Stewart. So he tried to kill Green Lantern because he was, you know, he thought he was stealing his girlfriend at the time, and then realizing that her father was the one that turned him into Metamorpho, his girlfriend's father, who hated him and wanted him to kill the Green Lantern, John Stewart. Like, crazy fucking story right there. But yeah, I don't know about that. I just, I, I like how in Young Justice, though, like, they make him not seem like. OP. Very. Well, the thing I, I, is, like, he's very adaptable. They're not just like, oh, he can turn into this big thing. Da, da, da. Like, they show him being stealth and kind of like fighting hand to hand. And you, when oh, you think yeah. of someone like Metamorpho, you're like, you know, it doesn't seem like something like someone like that would do. Yeah, well, you know? he would just rely on his powers. Yeah. And he was just like, he was actually kind of like fighting. Like, with, it was pretty interesting. I like I liked the way they did that because it's kind of like unpredictable, like the way he fought. I didn't think he would fight like that. And I, I thought it was really interesting. It's kind of like seeing a. Kind of like in wrestling when you say like, if you say like a big guy do like a backflip and it's like oh wow, like, I did that, not see that coming. That's pretty. That's cool. It's like that's how it is. That. Yeah, that's like how it is in Metamorpho. Like him doing that is just like it's really cool. He's he just do he do a lot of things. But yeah, Metamorpho such a underrated superhero. I recommend read and like he's to be honest, I think he's really OP. If he really like if he was evil, you he would be pretty OP. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, try to kill John Stewart, so that's pretty evil. But, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, but yeah. that's all our heroes. Yeah, that's all that our heroes. All that was our... a lot of heroes, man. It was or a lot of characters. I think it was eighteen total, with both of us having nine. Yeah, uh-huh. a lot of us. We had to say. A lot of oh stuff yeah. We had to say. So, anyways, uh, that was Overlord Podcast episode four: underrated four. comic book characters. Characters. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, um, that was episode four, and we'll see you next time in episode five when we figure and out Dragon what topic we're doing. No, uh, we already know what we're gonna do. Do we remember casting? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're doing a fan cast. Don't know what for, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we're doing it for Metamorpho movie. Oh, have a good day. <laughs>